Welcome to the Aerospace Executive Podcast, featuring in-depth conversations with executives, leaders, influencers, and journalists in this dynamic, high-stakes industry. Hosted by Craig Pickett, founder of Northstar Group, the boutique executive search firm for the aerospace industry. You'll learn how top aerospace executives are developing their people, competing for talent, overcoming challenges, and adjusting to industry trends to drive growth and profits. And now, let's join your host, Greg Pickett. Let's go, Matt, welcome back. Super stoked to be here, as always. Got some fun stuff to talk about. We talked in our last solo episode about how do you know you're world-class. People should go listen to that episode. But today, slightly different topic. We're talking about 25 years at your company and you're screwed. Always have the conversation. Okay. Always have it. It's not about 25 years at the company. It's always be having conversations. And the okay. great, you know, and, and that comes to companies, you know, Companies should always be recruiting. Succession planning today, you never know when your vice president of operations is going to quit. You never know when your COO is going to get poached. You never know when your VP of sales decides to walk across the street. The last thing you need when a key executive drops their resignation letter is to go, oh, crap, what do we do now? Right. You know, the best way to handle that is always be having conversations. Your seats are never full. If you can't find room for a great, you know, it, it's talking to a VP of, this goes back away. I was talking to a VP of HR and she was like, I really want to get this guy on my team. I really want to get this guy in the company, but we can't afford him. We just can't afford him right now. She's like, I said, so what did you do? She says, I told the CEO, I said, go fire somebody. Go, yeah. We we know we've got somebody in our group that is just not, you know, does not really want to be here. Who is the person that doesn't want to be here? I thought, well, that's kind of a little harsh. But on the flip side, look, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a harsh. It, it, that's harsh. That's what I said. I like that VP of HR. That's, that's yeah, the most unique. You know, I thought, but you know, look, I, I think that that was harsh. You know, just go fire right. somebody. Look, people are not. You know, people are not pawns. They're not expendable. Right. You know, she's probably right. There's probably a couple of people in the organization that either didn't want to be there, you know, shouldn't be there, whatever. You know, but at the end of the day, she was right in that, hey, look, we've, we've got an opportunity to bring somebody on board who is just fantastic, could really help us. You know, let's make it happen. Yeah. You know, let's find room in the company somehow, some way to get a star on board. And and I'm a firm believer in the seats are never full. You know, there's always somebody in your company that is not happy. There's somebody in this, the company that is, you know, you know, nature takes its, you know, you know, people, you know, people get injured, people get killed, people decide to walk across the street to a competitor or a new different industry or, you know, they leave your organization for whatever reason. And And you should always have a plan to bring good people on board. Um, and never say no to good people that you, you think would really value the, you know, the opportunity if yeah. you indeed can, you know, if you've got the wherewithal to get them there. Mm -hmm. On the flip yeah. side too, I think if you're, you know, look for executives, I, you know, you, you may be, you may have your dream job, you know, you may be just absolutely thrilled in your organization. And that's great. If, you know, if that's, you know, 
if you love what you're doing and you love what your company, you, you know, you, you love your company and you love where you're living and there's really not a catalyst to do anything, you know, that's, that's awesome. But you got to understand the risk with that is you're, you've, you've tied yourself to one place and you know, there's always that risk that that job could go, the company could get sold. Every company's for sale in today's world. The job could go away. Um, you know, so my answer to that is at least once a year, have a conversation with somebody else. Network around. See what your value is in the market. You know, how do you know you got your dream job if you're not looking at something different? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I think security means something different in today's world. And yeah. maybe it's closer to the way that it always was, but we've been kind of, you know, the big corporation era lured us into a bit of a false sense of security. But in today's day and age, your, your, your security is your skill set and your network, not right. the company you currently work for. Right, exactly. Look at GE. I mean, you know, GE was the ultimate secure place to work. You know, people, you know, they did a great job of hiring people, growing people, grooming people for leadership positions. Um, you know, pension plan was awesome. And then one day it all goes away. And, you know, I feel bad for all the retirees at GE on the pension plan. And like, is my pension going to be there tomorrow? Um, yeah, who knows? So it just goes to show you in today's day and age, there's no real, I don't think in a global economy, there's any of that real security anymore. Mm -hmm. Skills. Skills are everything. Getting better. Mm -hmm. Being world-class. That's, you know, that's the ultimate job security is being world-class at what you do. Yeah. And a network of people that know it. Right. And the other, the other fear I have with people who, you know, don't necessarily show I don't want to say jump around. Nobody wants a job hopper, but companies more and more are telling me we want somebody who's been, you know, three, four years at a company and then they've moved to do something different. They see things from a different perspective. And if you've been at Boeing your whole career, you understand the Boeing way, which is not bad. I mean, Boeing's a good company to be with, but if you ever leave Boeing and you go somewhere else or you're ever forced to leave Boeing and go somewhere else, you know, the first question in people's head is, are you going to be able to adapt to our way, to a new culture, to an entirely new way of doing business? And if you are, how long is that going to take you? So I think those are questions that people have when they look at a resume and they see, you know, 25, 30 years at one company today. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that the catalyst for this, the initial part of our conversation was, uh, just a company that you mentioned where an entire department, essentially a division whole of company, layer. something got, got eliminated. Just a whole layer of people, mm -hmm. you know, whole layer, director, senior manager, director level, very talented folks. I mean, you know, very talented folks. You know, they, I think, it, you know, um, you know, a lot of them I know and they're, they're, they're outstanding. And, you know, one day they walked in and the, the company said, Hey, thank you very much. Your services are needed. Look, I understand that's a double-edged sword. You know, the, the message the company comes out with is says, hey, look, uh, you know, loyalty only goes so far. Right. You know, people say, where's the loyalty? You know, we helped you get here. But, 
you know, on the flip side too, the company's going, hey, wait a minute, yeah, you've been here, you know, 25 years, 30 years, we're paying you a 25, 30 year salary. You know, we're going to reorganize, we're going to do something different. And maybe it's time for a, a new generation of people to come in and groom and whatever. It's, it's, uh, it, it's neither right nor wrong. It's a reality. And, yeah. you know, I think, yeah. I think, you know, today's generation, the young, the younger generation understands it maybe too well. You know, they're a year and a half in a place and they're boom, they're, you know, they're moving on. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that's a really good point. It's not an ethical issue. You know, that's, that's one of the things that you can, like, if you look at the way that Bill Belichick coaches the Patriots, it's, I, I would say it's, the, it's one of the things that makes him a genius. It's also one of the things that makes him hated the most by, for, you know, like if, if former players have a grudge against him, it's for this. I will get rid of you a year before I need to, rather than yeah. keep you a year longer than I should have. Right. Like that's his mentality. I mean, that, and that comes from, I think that comes from Bill Walsh and it might all, I'll go all the way back to like Paul Brown, uh, Cleveland Brown days. Um, that like that mentality, most people don't have that mentality, but in the end of the, you know, the overall good that it does for the franchise, like you can't argue with that. Like there's a reason that they have a dynasty in an age where it's almost impossible to build one. And I think the business environment is a lot like that. It's almost impossible to just set things up and then just dominate for the next 10 years. One of my former bosses was the CEO of the Boston Celtics organization. Mm -hmm. He brought a sports mentality to his company. You know, you could be selling every, you'd be selling, we were selling all day long. And every week or every other week, he would bring in a new salesperson. Mm -hmm. They'd be talking about him like, you know what, we've had, three, four, five, six consecutive record years. And his answer was, you know, keep selling. You got <laughs> That's freaking awesome. You, you got the, you That's got, hilarious. it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I got, you it. Know, got you, the message. It, you know, yesterday was then, tomorrow's, yeah. uh, to, tomorrow's a new day. So, you know, I, I, I think again, once again, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's just the harsh realities of, you know, the harsh realities of business is that, you know, the, the VP of HR, you know, let's go fire somebody. Well, okay. No, I don't want to make people that expendable. Yeah. People are, people are people. Yes. Business is business, but you know, you can be stupid both ways. You can just make people expendable and you become the company that makes people expendable and nobody wants to come to work for you. And they shouldn't want to come to work for you because you're nothing more than fodder. But on the flip side, you know, people who are, you know, you know, there's a responsibility both ways. You know, you owe it to your company that's paying you to, you know, to give them your best every day and to make sure your skills are sharpened every day. And, you know, if, if you get a pay raise that you, you know, bring the value of that pay raise to the table tomorrow versus saying, this is what I did for you yesterday. Agree. Love it. And this, uh, this conversation definitely dovetails nicely with the last one, the um, how do you know if you're world-class? So they go really well together. So if you haven't listened to that, you should go check that out. Um, Craig, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? Call me 910-509-7129. Email Craig at NorthStarESG.com. Website's NorthStarESG.com. That's where this podcast will be. LinkedIn, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. Um, and if you like it, leave a review. Give me five stars. That's good.
Leave a comment. How do, how do we know we're running a world-class podcast here? If you don't, if you don't like it, just reach out privately. That's it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you an angry. You know, you could do voice message on Facebook. So if you really want to stick it to us, yeah, reach out. Give me just give me an angry emoji. Yeah, exactly. All right, Craig. Pleasure as always. Thanks for coming on, Matt.